strap on the boots and scrape up the knuckles. Oh, what a hit! He got jacked. This is the Big Red Raid. Presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Murray's going to score. Touchdown. Then zone for Fitz. Goes up and makes the game-winning catch. Larry Legend does it again. The Rage is brought to you by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Are you Santan Ford? State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. And by Arizona Cardinals Podcasts. Visit azcardinals.com slash podcasts. The Red Sea is rising up. Temperature rising, vision blurring, rage taking over. Here's Paul Calvisi. Get the popcorn ready. It's going to be a show. And Ron Wolfley. It doesn't get any better than that. Unleash the fury! And I quote a member of the Arizona Cardinals, a member of the all-decade team, Ron Wolfley, who said earlier today that the Cardinals intend to go to Big D to Monday Night Football, where we don't expect it to be a problem. The old BYOE, bring your own energy, not on Monday night. And Pat P was the one who said they are going with the intent to, quote, put the world on notice that this team is for real. Wow. End quote. How about that? Boy, that for is a stated game plan. It's pretty strong right there, Paul. Yeah. Is it not? I mean, I love it. Yeah, bring that kind of energy. Go ahead, and now you've got to go out and play. And I'm not saying that he's not going to do that. I am saying though, if you're going to say things like that, well, you better go out and ball, right? Because you know what? A lot of the skeptics and doubters and haters are saying right now that you beat the Jets. Correct. And with the Niners struggling, and then you have the win against Washington that, you know, the Cardinals' three wins amount to some sort of false positive. And now without Chandler Jones, we heard what Dan Orlovsky said this week on ESPN, minus Chandler Jones, and I quote again, this takes a contending team out of the mix. Yeah, that- just, Paulie, honestly, though, going back to what you just said right off the top about Pappy right there, it reminds me of being out on the field, Paul. And sometimes when you were out on the field, do you know what you would do, Paulie, if you felt like you were dragging, that you were lagging a little bit, that you were, you know, I- I've got to pick it up here. A lot of times, Paul, you'd start talking. <laughs> you'd to yourself? Start th- no, no, no. You'd start talking to the opponents. Mm. You'd start, dare I say, trash talking because you knew one thing. If I'm going to start talking, if I'm going to start flapping it, I better back it up. And you, it, you would, I would do that, Paul, and I knew there were other guys that would do it as well if they felt like they were dragging a little bit. Now, listen, I'm not saying that's what Pat P was doing right there, but it reminds me of, man, if you're going to say something, you better go back it up. And that really gets me jacked up because Pat P, more times than not, has backed it up. What is the degree of difficulty now, minus Chandler Jones, in your mind? The guy they traded for in 2016 and has led the NFL in sacks and forced fumbles ever since. How do you quantify the loss of Chandler Jones to the biceps injury for the rest of the year? Yeah, first of all, you just you can't. You're not going to replace him with another player. You're not going to do that. Now, how are you going to go about your business? I don't know. I do know that scheming pressure is a big part of why Vance Joseph is a defensive coordinator in the National Football 
Football League. You look at their third down defense right now, they're still very, very good in elite third down defense overall. Well, now they're going to have to put that third down moniker, they're going to have to put it on the line because Andy Dalton and the Dallas Cowboys with all those weapons, they're coming. And I'm telling you right now, Andy Dalton is a focused dude. So Chandler Jones, they're going to miss him big, Paul. There's no way to replace him. But I think the one way you can try is via scheme. Well, the Cardinals, to your note there, did check the three big boxes Vance Joseph wanted to go ahead and see in this win against the Jets. Third down, red zone, and tackling. They were all back. And the Cardinals' points per game, which now as a defense, is top five in the NFL. Check it out. After a 30-10 win against the Jets. Of course, you want a number. How about the two sacks in 10 snaps by Dennis Gardeck, who was our very special guest tonight. And it's all presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. It is the Big Red Rage. We are Santan Ford. Shotgun snap to Kyler Murray from the pocket. Deep pass. Left side going for Hopkins. One-handed catch and a touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins was blanketed by a jet, but it don't matter. Hopkins makes the catch, and the Cardinals may have just put the Jets to sleep. Oh, can you taste it right there, baby? The 50-50 ball to the left of Kyler Murray and a perfect pass. D-Hop. That is big time with a one-hand snag. Perhaps the best all-around receiver in the NFL. Great hands, great vision, great speed. Six grabs, a buck 31. That 37-yard touchdown set up by a 45-yard chunk throw. DeAndre Hopkins taking his skills to the big stage in their Arizona Cardinals against the Dallas Cowboys on Monday night. And by the way, Ron Wolfley, 18 of the top 20 rated TV shows in 2020 are NFL broadcasts. So, you know, everyone's going to be watching. (laughs) Everyone wants to have a big game. It is the showcase. There is no doubt about it. This is the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford. Moments away, we'll be talking with Dennis Gardak, one of the big stars of the game. But Give us your thoughts on on DeAndre Hopkins. And and you guys mentioned in the play call there, you and Dave Pash, about the 50-50 ball is back in the Arizona Cardinals offense. Yeah, Paulie, I thought that was when you get down to the tactical level, I thought that was one of the big pluses of this game for the Arizona Cardinals, just the fact that Kyler Murray took some shots down the field on what clearly were 50-50 balls to DeAndre Hopkins, and it paid off in a big, big way for the Cardinals. That that chunk throw, I want to go back to the 45-yard chunk throw not the touchdown bully but the 45 yard throw that he happened to to throw first I can tell you right now, Paulie, his eyes were fantastic on this thing because you could see that he was anticipating a roll, a safety rolling away from DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. And suddenly that anticipation happened on the snap, and you could almost see Kyler Murray's eyes go wide because he knew he had singled up on the backside. He had singled up DeAndre Hopkins, and because of that, now all of a sudden he's throwing the ball up on a 50-50 ball and guess what happened d hop came down with it i i think that's where you start on the tactical level and then the fact that he did it again on a 
77-yard touchdown, it tells me this is something we're going to see a whole lot more of going forward. Man, I like hearing that about Kyler as well, that he's throwing with anticipation because we know he has everything else in the skill set. When he's throwing with anticipation and then the accuracy is with it, and we saw that against the Jets, and DeAndre Hopkins in that final touchdown drive was a beneficiary. In fact, here's D-Hop on those big catches. i seen, you know, cover one, uh, you know, one high safety, which means, you know, me one-on-one with a cornerback. And, you know, I like my eyes, and I was just, you know, Telling Kyler, just trust me. The guy was off. The corner was off. Uh, you know, he wasn't close to me. But, you know, I just told him, to, you know, give me a chance. And, you know, let's work on some things. See that, Bully? That is so beautiful right there out of D-Hop. He saw it, too. The safety rotating to the middle of the field. That's what you hear when he's saying cover one, right? He's talking about man free. He's talking about man across the board with a free safety in the middle of the field. That's what Kyler saw. He saw that safety rotate to the middle of the field. And that meant D-Hop was one-on-one on the backside, identifying those moments and throwing it up is something that I'm looking forward to because we're going to see a whole lot more greatness from D-Hop. All right, so hit zoom out. Have we not seen this before? Longtime Cardinals fans, once upon a time, it was Kurt Warner to Larry Fitzgerald. If he's single covered, he's open. Are, Are we back to that stage in this relationship between a quarterback and receiver? I think so, Paulie. I really do. Hopefully we're going to see this again. Listen, you watch that on film. And I guarantee you, in that tape room, while they're watching it, they were going over, over, and over, and over that very play right there. The dynamics, the the point that actually set up that throw, and then all of a sudden, what you did. And going back and looking at it right now, it's just going to cement in Kyler Murray's head the fact that when this guy is covered, as long as he's singled up, and if you go back and look at the 37-yard touchdown, he wasn't singled up. There was a safety also that came over the top, and he still caught the ball with one hand. So to me, yes, this is going to cement in Kyler's head, you got to take these shots. It's part of our offense. It's who we are. That's exactly what Kurt Warner had to learn with Larry. And learn, that's the operative word, because he's told us on the Big Red Rage before, it was a process, because it's so different for a quarterback to think, oh, there's a guy all over him, I'll throw it anyway. So that trust has to build, based on those last two catches, it's definitely starting to build between those two. How about the Cardinals' offense in general? 496 total net yards, a pretty good mix of passing, 369, 127 rushing, especially late going, it got a little more vertical, that run game, 28 first down. Downs, yet they definitely left points and yards on that field, did they not? Yeah, they did, Paulie. But once again, I saw improvement right here. I'm really encouraged by what I saw. Listen, the protection of Kyler Murray, start there. The protection of Kyler Murray after five games this season, it's not even close to what it was a year ago. Do you know how many sacks the Arizona Cardinals had after five games last year, Paulie? I think it was like two dozen, wasn't it? It was 21, as a matter of fact. 21 sacks, Paulie. Stop and think about that right there. The protection of Kyler Murray was so much better and has been so much better through five games right now. They have eight sacks that they've given up. He's only been hit 13 times. That's number two in the National Football League. Number one has been hit nine times, the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers. Number two, the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Thirteen hits on Kyler Murray. Plus, they may have found their rushing attack in that fourth quarter. I am greatly encouraged by what I'm seeing with the offense. How about as a four-time 
Pro Bowler on special teams, the Pro Bowl alternate on special teams a year ago, is our guest next. A guy who came in, had two sacks, two memorable sack dances. The guy that Cliff Kingsbury says said is hell on wheels on the scout team. That is all straight ahead on the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford. Dennis Gardak, by the way, is playing Chandler Jones' position right now at right outside linebacker. Second down and 10, back to throw, Flacco. Sacked by Gardak! Oh my goodness, what a move by Dennis Gardak. The Barbarian came inside, hair flying. Flacco in the pocket, going to get hit and sacked. Dennis Gardak got him again. <laughs> and then Dennis Gardak doing an, an interesting sack dance where... He just kind of bounced back and forth on his feet with his hands out, palms up. I don't know what he was asking for. What is good, Gardak? Dennis Gardak got up and did a little barbarian dance around the fire. What's that saying? Dance like nobody's watching? Yeah, Polly. Well, if I'm sitting there in New York, there's not a fan in the stands. Every seat is empty, and there's Dennis Gardak. Not one, but two sack dances like nobody's watching. <laughs> Just thoroughly. He enjoyed it. I know I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, And there was the TV audience, obviously, watching as against the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. He went sack, sack in 10 snaps, and he joins us now on the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. Dennis, how you doing? How's this week been for you so far? Hi guys, thanks for having me. Um, it's it's been a a funky week. Normally I fly pretty pretty low under the radar, but uh, things have been blowing up a little bit. <laughs> you know what? I absolutely, Dennis, man. I, welcome, first of all. Let me say that. But also, I just wanted to get your overall opinion as to this season, how it's going for you, the preparation. Just can you quantify how weird this dynamic has been, this season has been with a pandemic going on? Yeah, it's it's definitely been strange, especially, you know, going all the way back to the uncertainty of is this season happening kind of in the off season. Just being able to block out all the noise and just like you got to prepare like it's going to happen, whether it does or not. You know, you got to be prepared um, up until, you know, all the new protocols and everything and now playing without fans. Um, it's weird how how different things are, yet how similar they are, if that makes any sense. Because at the end of the day, it's still ball. Right. Um, 11 on 11. A lot of guys say how it's the routine that the Cardinals have been able to adhere to, unlike a lot of other teams, but it's that routine that actually helps bring the only semblance of normalcy here in 2020. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. When when you're kind of like locked into your day-to-day and it feels so similar to how it's been in years past, um, you do kind of lose touch of everything outside and how, how strange things still are. Okay, so Dennis, I'm not talking about the pandemic. I'm talking about your season personally. How do you oh, think your season? Se- no, no, no. I'm talking now. I want I want you oh. to answer about your season personally. Now, how do you think it's going? I think we're off to we're off to a good start. Um, prepar- it, it, it's been the same as far as you know preparation, everything going. Um, the team captain was a was a pretty big honor this year. Um, Did that surprise you? Did that surprise you? 
Oh, it did. It did quite a bit. Um, just because I'm not, I'm not a very big vocal guy. I try to try to lead through my examples and uh, maybe a couple one-on-one situations if I feel like somebody needs help with something. Or uh, I'm more of a one-on-one type of guy mm. than getting up in front of the team and being like, "Hey guys, we need to do this, this, and this." Uh, that's just not my style. So um, it did surprise me quite a bit. Did you take a moment to appreciate it, to let it resonate and soak in that your peers? recognize mm. you was that meaningful to you yeah definitely that i think that's the highest honor of of getting the recognition from the guys that you see every single day um and them kind of understanding the grind and the struggle of things and, and recognizing you as a leader among them it's all about you presented by santan ford and gilbert dennis gardeck is our guest and you talk about the preparation. We never expected Chandler Jones to go down, yet there you were. How prepared did you feel to get your first ever regular season snaps on defense? Uh, I think it was going to be a shock regardless of when the reps came um, j- just because, you know, who I had in front of me. Um, but I-, I felt very prepared. I go against DJ Humphreys every single day in practice. Um, this is my third year in the league, so I did have some sort of comfort out there. I'm uh, familiar with all the guys on our side of the ball. Um, so, so it was kind of a mixed bag of emotions, but when the ball's snapped, you play ball. You know what's so weird about it, Dennis? I, I see you more as an off-the-ball guy. I, I see you more as a weak side-inside guy. I don't really see you as an edge guy. How about you? What What is your preference? Uh, I see myself as an edge guy. Um, I do understand that, that physically I'm not quite as large as those guys up mm-hmm. there. Um, but I like rolling off the ball. Um, I, I think it's different seeing everything from from one side as opposed to being off the ball and having things kind of coming at you from both sides. Um, so I, I, I like playing from the edge and being able to play fast and I like putting my forehead on people, so I get to do that up on the line. What is good, right, Gardeck? What is good, brother? (laughs) Speaking of, it was the second sack you set up with the bull rush, didn't you? I did. So every football is a a physical sport, so I try to set everything up off of contact. I want to get into an offense environment first before we're going to figure out how I'm going to get around them. Okay, tell me about your dance, okay? Can you tell me about this dance? I mean, did you practice that dance, Dennis? Tell me the truth. I mean, everything on Sunday has been rehearsed before. So obviously, <laughs> obviously the, the second one had been done before. That's kind of my go-to move um, when I'm feeling the music at practice, when I'm at home listening to the music, making my dinner. That's kind of... Uh, that's, That's my go-to. Right there. <laughs> well, okay. I was, uh, you know what? I, I'm so proud of you for actually admitting that on the air. <laughs> well, earlier today, Patrick Peterson was turned into a judge for, like, Dancing with the Stars, okay? And he was asked to rate your sack dances, starting with the second one he started with you called Hitting the Strobe, and then <laughs> the first one you titled Turn the Kona. And so here's Pat yep. P. and his rankings. The one he did like this, I actually like that one. That one's actually pretty cool. I, I, I would have gave that one seven. But the other one with the jet thing, 
I really wasn't digging that one. Give that a three. <laughs> And, and then you, you did the math with the media day. Go ahead, reiterate what you said earlier about how you, the equation you came up with. Yeah, just some quick math there. Seven and three is ten, so I'm taking a ten out of ten. <laughs> we're not going to talk about the ten points I didn't get. We're talking about the ten I did. Yes, yes, love it. Love the creative math on that one. That's uh, Now, yeah. to, to what degree – so they are rehearsed. They are premeditated. You have practiced them. Okay, because I, I was going to say it, it did look a little instantaneous spur of the moment. Uh, so going forward, what's your approach? I think I think the the people have decided to hit the strobe is the go to move. Nice, um, nice. Yes. So I, I think we're going to make that a, a signature move now. So Dennis, uh, I'm not trying to ask you any questions where you're going to give away inside information here, but is it safe to assume that you're continuing to receive a lot of reps on the edge coming up? Uh, yeah, well. I think it's going to kind of be a gradual process, um, but I definitely think I've cracked the rotation. Um, and, and when the reps come, I'm going to run out there the same way I ran out last week and uh, give everything I got. Well, there's nothing like your first snaps on defense, your first two sacks on defense and then of course there was the game ball that came with it let's go into the cardinals locker room courtesy of azcardinals.com there at 5 a.m when i walked through all right to get breakfast works his ass off had two sacks a day dennis garden They were calling for you to give a speech longer than yeah. your speech. So there, but I was feeling, you know, they, nobody likes to give an impromptu speech like that. Nobody likes to be in that position. So I was feeling for you there. Absolutely not. Yeah, I had to give an impromptu speech in my speech class in uh, college, and it went about that well. <laughs> That's great. By the way, you and Cliff Kingsbury probably get along well because you're both early risers, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think getting a head start on your day kind of helps settle into into the the routine and and get me going for practice and get me ready for uh everything i need to do i mean you know what dennis i think back to your rookie year and immediately i recognize the fact that you were going to be a baller in particular in transition on special teams a transitional technician balling out and i remember saying to you hey listen you get year two rookie you get year two you'll get 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think yeah. you're going to get 10, big guy. And we're going to get into the special teams next, and we'll talk a little bit about his background. Wolf, you went to West Virginia. He started at West Virginia State. But remember, if you can play, you will play. They will find you. Yes, we continue indeed. with Dennis Gardeck on the Big Red Rage, presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. Snap it from the 36. Wisnowski stands at his 22-yard line, and the punt is blocked. It was blocked by Ezekiel Turner, recovered by Gardak, who gets up and runs at the 15, and he's tackled at the 10. Oh, the Cardinals. Their punt return went right through the 49ers' protection like warm pastry. Oh, that is sweet, baby, right there. Zeke Turner getting the block. That is a huge play. 
by the Cardinals special teams, and this should turn the momentum of this game. Who blocked it? Who blocked it? Who blocked it? Yeah, Z. That's Buda Baker right there. He was all mic'd up for that. And you guys, that's right, Wolf. You guys called it that. The Cardinals are down 10-0 week one at the Niners. Cardinals would not be 3-2, and two, I don't think, right now without that block punt and the recovery by Dennis Gardeck, our special guest here on the Big Red Rage, presented by Santan, Ford, and Gilbert. And no one has ever had to tell those guys, Buda Baker, Zeke Turner, or Dennis Gardeck, B-Y-O-E, bring your own energy. Those guys are always flying all over the field. And do you have to have that, Dennis, sort of in your DNA to play special teams? That's sort of one of those prerequisites because Wolf went to four Pro Bowls as special teamers, and that's the way he played. Yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely a, a separate breed of of player on on special teams, and we're lucky to have a bunch of them on uh, on our team. You know what I loved about special teams? If in fact aliens were going to land on this planet, and you wanted to show them what football was all about, you put on a kickoff cover reel. That's what you do right there. Just Absolutely, the, right, Dennis? There's I mean, no the, more football of a play than kickoff. That's why every game starts with one. That's exactly right, and it's still it's still I think when they return it, it's still maybe the most physical play in football. Would you say that it is the most physical play still in football? Uh, it's definitely the most high speed. I'm not going to say the most physical. Uh, yeah, but see, powers and counters get pretty physical, right? When you say high, high impact, right? When you say when you say high speed, though, I think of impact as well. Yeah. And are you still trashing? You're able to trash dudes on kickoff cover, correct? Yeah, but there's not the wedge anymore. I feel like the wedge was just <laughs> absolute. I know you you had to be the wedge buster. Yes. Yes, that's yeah. what I did. Oh, there's no doubt about it. It's not nearly as brutal as it was, yeah. but you can still use your eyes and really hose some dude, can't you? I mean, you can just absolutely yeah. Yeah, blast still some pretty big collisions. <laughs> right. Well, and Dennis, I mean, tell us about your love for the game of football because you you, you talked a little bit about it earlier today. When you, when you went to West Virginia State, you weren't thinking NFL, right? When you went to the University of Sioux Falls, you weren't thinking NFL, at least at the beginning of that journey. So what was it that drove you? Um, I think from high school, it was kind of like a, if we're doing a, like a relationship, it's more of like an infatuation where you're kind of in love with all the motions and kind of all the the glitz and the glamour and running fast and hitting hard and doing those kind of things. Um, but as you kind of get to know football and you learn about it and you can find how much better you can be and you're finding all these areas to improve and how uh, a film study plays a part in into, you know, preparing for a, a game and all that stuff. It, it, I just, there's so many different things to work on. I just, I love football and how it, it, it takes every ounce of your focus, and there's nothing else going on um, except for the man across from you. So, yeah, absolutely. I just love that feeling. And it's amazing. Wolf Pat P today was asked about Dennis Gardak, and he cited, among other things, just Dennis's love for the game. It doesn't matter where you come from, you know, and if you have love and passion for the game, you play with energy and, and, and with a tenacity, everything should take care of itself. So, And Dennis plays with those intangibles. So you can tell that he's a, he's a grinder, he's a dog, you know, so um, it's hard to deny a guy that had that type of character. You know, 
Andy Isabella told us a couple of weeks ago here in the Big Red Rage, Dennis, that it took him a good part of his rookie year to really have that supreme confidence that he belongs. That he came from UMass, and he, you know, it was a confidence thing for him initially. Did you ever go through that stage when you entered the NFL? Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, you know, even from rookie minicamp where I'm showing up, we're all technically in the same boat, but I, I went to Sioux Falls and everybody's in Big Ten and, and Washington and all these big you – know, like I watched you guys on TV. My my games were streamed on uh, a computer. Right. Um, so, so there's always kind of been that confidence thing of like, do I do I really have what it takes? And uh, I think the biggest way for me to kind of overcome that is to just lock into, all right, this this week during film study, we knew this, 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 and this. I need to do this to be in good position to make my play. And then it, it really shouldn't matter who's across from me because I have all the things that I need to do in mind. There's no doubt about it, Dennis. I mean, honestly, you're thinking correctly right now, right? Are you willing to give more than your opponent? That is the question that I will ask you, Dennis. Are you willing to give more than your opponent is willing to give? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I think I think that begins at the beginning of the week. That doesn't that doesn't just mean on Sunday. I'm Absolutely, run harder. It means did I did I do more throughout the week to prepare for you? Who, who I'm lined up across. Yes. Well, Coach Kingsbury has said you're, quote, hell on wheels on the scout team, blowing up his offense during practice. So I don't know what you like, you're like during the week during practice, Dennis, but uh, it definitely caught the attention of the head coach. <laughs> that is the one thing yeah. I love. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and, and look, we don't get to see practice, but I, I can envision, based on what I just saw out there against the Jets, uh, with your motor and, and nonstop and – you know, coach is trying to run a few plays, and, he, and he's got 45 busting everything up in there. So uh, that, that's good stuff as uh, we continue with Dennis Gardeck here on the Big Red Rage. By the way, watch all episodes of Cardinals Flight Plan. You want to get more wired, you want to get more inside access, just go to YouTube.com slash AZCardinals, YouTube.com slash AZCardinals. We'll get into this a little bit more and, and what exactly is straight ahead on Monday night and what that means against this Cowboys offense and Ezekiel Elliott all next on the Big Red Rage. Chase Edmonds in the backfield with Murray. Third down and one of the 29, four receiver set. Shotgun snap, it's a run play, right side. Big hole Edmonds, 25-20, 10-5, touchdown. The inside zone being run and Chase Edmonds found the hole and to the house, baby. 29-yard touchdown run on third down and one for Chase Edmonds. All four of Chase Edmonds' touchdowns at MetLife, 20 yards or longer. Yeah, that was straight out of the Giants game last year. In fact, you guys want a holy cannoli stat here on the Big Red Rage presented by Santan, Ford, and Gilbert. Who leads the NFL in touchdown runs of 20 yards or longer <laughs> over the last two years? Chase Edmonds. He has five total. Christian McCaffrey, the all-pro running back who's paid like a billion dollars, has four. Chase Edmonds has five, Wolf. How about that? That is just absolutely <laughs> stunning, Paulie. And Dennis Gardak is our guest on the Big Red Rage. What is it like to be in space 
against whether it's Chase Edmonds or another dynamic running back or skill guy. You t- you tell me, Des, what is that like as a defender being space against some of these guys with all that athleticism here at the NFL level? Yeah, well, me and Chase have already had this discussion. We were we were in <laughs> off season training and. You know, there's, there's obviously conversations. Or do you think you could tackle me in the open field? Um, and I said, look, if you got the ball in your hands, I'm gonna shoot my shot. Hopefully, it's to my leverage. Somebody else is there to clean it up. I might get a hand on you, but I, I think you just got to play as fast as possible and make something happen quick. That way, you're not on uh, ESPN, not top ten. All right, Dennis, listen, now, I, I want to ask, I want to get into Monday Night Football here, but I got to ask you this, uh, rapid fire, if you don't mind, let's rapid fire right here, some special teams questions. I want to clean this up from the last beautiful part of the program. Uh, your favorite special team to play, what is it? Kickoff. Kickoff, Followed why? by field goal block. Okay. okay. Mm. <laughs> wow. Why? Explain nice. that. Look, they just got to sit there and take it. <laughs> and I love that, that I can just run full speed into you. You just got to sit there and two-hand punch. That's a good – that is an excellent answer right there. Okay, the energy that you bring. Is this something you talk to your teammates about on uh, special teams? Is this something that you, as a captain, you talk to these guys about? Or is it something they just know everybody in transition, everybody on special teams expects? Yeah, I think it's just something that's kind of un- understood We we're a pretty lively group and we are we're always feeding off of each other so okay how if much i don't have the juice one place somebody else has got it and then i'm i'm right there with them okay so how much do you lobby jeff rogers if you say hey coach you know what we can do this pop, pop this thing up we'll cover this kick and we'll stuff them inside the 15 i how much do you get in jeff rogers face uh i think he's a great coach so i let him do his thing but i do i I nudge gently. I think that would be kind of kind of the best way to put it is just, hey, you know, I was thinking, you know, we've already got two inside the 20. Why not go for a third? Right. Well, we look at this Monday night game, and, and let's start. It always starts with stopping the run, right, guys? And they have Ezekiel Elliott, and he's top five in touches, 22 touches a game. And <laughs> without Dak Prescott now, I'm guessing that's going to go up. So you need to figure out what do you do as a defense if you're Vance Joseph minus Chandler Jones. And he said earlier today about Devon Kennard is back practicing. That might be an option. Hassan Reddick, Dennis Gardeck, uh, you know, Zach Allen can move out to the edge at times. In fact, here's uh, Vance Joseph uh, earlier today, the defensive coordinator, and, and, and how number 45, our guest Dennis Gardeck, figures in. From day one in training camp, you know, to last week, what you saw last week, that's what training camp looked like. I mean, he just rushed off the edge with speed and power, and he's made plays. So hopefully he can get better and better with more opportunities and help us, uh, you know, help us add to our pass rush. Dennis, do you think whoever's out there in that rotation, the Cowboys are going to test you guys early and often? Absolutely. It's going to be a great test on Monday night. Talk a little bit about their offense, Dennis. Talk about what you're seeing on tape right now in regard to Andy Dalton. I know he, he only had 11 attempts after Doc mm-hmm. Prescott went out, of course, with a dislocated ankle, but he played pretty well in those 11 attempts. Yep. Yeah, that's a it's a veteran quarterback, so you got to respect him. He's, he's been in the league a while. He definitely knows what he's doing. Um, obviously, Zeke's going to... Zeke's going to do his thing, so we gotta we got to make sure we can keep him contained as well. 
How much are you looking forward to the big stage? Monday night, that stadium, everything that's going to be part of the experience this coming Monday night. Yeah, it's going to, like I said, it's going to be an awesome test of, you know, we kind of have been isolated in these, these quarantine games and everything, and this is a Monday night, so it's got a, a totally different feel to it, and uh, excited to see how the team responds. How does the team feel right now being 3-2 and two on the season, right? Um, you're coming off a win where everybody expected you to beat the New York Jets, but the two weeks mm-hmm. before that, Dennis, for the most part, against the Lions and against the Carolina Panthers, there were a lot of people that thought you guys went out there and disappointed. How's it going inside that locker room? How's it going in terms of everyone's mental condition being 3-2 and two on the season? I think everybody's got the right mindset. We were definitely frustrated um, with the results uh, the previous two weeks. Um, but I, I don't think it really got to anyone so much that, that they're trying to do too much or, or you know, try to make a, something happen by themselves. The coach said there's no 14-point play, so we just got to go play our game uh, one snap at a time. And it, it seems like everybody's locked in, focused, and excited for, for every opportunity. How much do you keep in touch with your brother? Uh, I'm thinking your phone probably blowed up right after you had the two-sack game, and I know your brother yeah. plays minor league baseball, right, Ian? He does, Ian, yep. Mm-hmm. We stay in contact uh, quite a bit. He's helped me kind of throughout this whole process. Um, I'm showing me the ropes of what the professional athlete life is like. Some things translate, some things do not translate from baseball to football. <laughs> yes. Sure. Do you, Dennis, do you want 10 years? You want 10 years in this league? Absolutely. Would you go 12? (laughs) I'm here for as long as football will have me. Do you have any idea, Dennis, what you'd want to do when you're done? I I mean, do you allow yourself to think about that? This is always fascinating to me, especially when a guy's in year three of his career. Do you allow yourself to think about what it is you want to be when you're done playing ball? Oh yeah, I actually do let myself uh, kind of daydream a little bit. I've, I wanted to start within our own facility, so I actually had a conversation the other day um, with the nutritionist on how much it would be to to be on their staff. But my my go to right now is athletic trainer. I'm actually an athletic trainer in training. That is a uh, self proclaimed title. Hmm. Self proclaimed. <laughs> so I. Uh, why any, do you say self-proclaimed? Pains, I'm learning the technical terms for it. I learned uh, learned how to spell edema. Wow. <laughs> All right, let uh, it rip. Let's, let's, let's totally, hear it. You're totally pulling my leg, right? Oh, here we go. Get, uh, edema. No. It's a spelling bee. Let's hear it. Edema. Oh, shoot. No, I got to go through my text. I had to, I had to Google it. <laughs> That's A-D-E-M-A. Edema. Oh, my goodness, man. That you is know what? so... Honestly, I respect that because Wolf Wolf spent 10 years in an NFL training room and all he did was rip other guys. You're in an NFL training room and you're actually learning about being a trainer. So I respect yep. that about you, Dennis. That's awesome. Yeah, always, always asking questions. And, and they, I always get kind of a a questioning, kind of like, how did you know? Like, what do you actually know what you're saying right now? Or do you, are you just like a parrot and you're repeating words that you've heard before? It's a mixture of both. I'm not going to lie. 
But that, that's what uh, that's what passes the time in the training room. Oh man! As Tom Reed and company asked you to leave the training room, have you become a nuisance at, at times? Be honest. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I think I posted on my Instagram in training camp. They had me tied up with uh, an ace bandage wrap. They um, <laughs> taped me to a chair. Exactly. That's that is that is. Oh, I, I, so you're not you're you're you swear to me you're not pulling my leg in regard to being an athletic trainer. No, I'm trying to absorb as much information as I can, and I think uh, I think I got the the ability to do it. You know. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. Once again, Wolf spent I, I all that time. I just didn't think you would go there, Dennis. Wolf, I did oh, think you'd no, do I mean, it. I mean, no, I'm thinking coach. I'm thinking a coach, maybe. You know, maybe getting to the front office or something like that. I didn't think about athletic trainer, dude. That's cool, though. No, I love that. I think I'm, I'm a helper, and I think I think those training guys, they, they do a great job helping us, and that's uh, something I want to do someday. I mean, dude. if I'm casting an MVP vote during 2020, the year of the pandemic, Tom Reed, Cardinals lead trainer, gets my MVP yeah. vote right now. Love well, there talking you go. to you, Dennis. <laughs> Thanks, Thank Dennis. You, Appreciate God it. God bless you, man, and you're going to get 12. That's the goal. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Des. There you go. Dennis Gardak, uh, team captain, Pro Bowl alternate a year ago on special teams. We'll come back and wrap up this edition of the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford. Good job right there. The Arizona Cardinals rush four. They play quarters. And Wolf, a guy just runs onto the field and starts stripping, and he gets drilled at the 35-yard line by a security guard. A Cowboy fan, I think, just ran onto the field, took his shirt off. I think he was going for the drawers as well, and then he got roasted at the 35-yard line by a security guard. Boy, that's the way you knock the screws off right there. That security guard, (laughs) sign him off. They tackled him, and the fan did the splits on the 35. Did you see that? I think he ripped his groin out. I think the security guard might get a fine. That was uh, against a defenseless uh, receiver, so to speak. Uh, Take him down any way you can. Yeah, he's limping all right. Oh, that was an all-timer. Great call. All-time moment. Not so good for the fan, the Cowboys fan, we should add. I tell you, 15 years on the sideline, I've seen my share down there. Some guys reach the field. It's the guys who do not reach the field who get pummeled uh, near the white stripe or beyond who uh, who decide to engage some of the security guys. Always a bad move. Uh, Try and decide against that. Uh, Life is all about decisions. Not only do you get wiped out, Paulie, but just the fact he did the splits like that. I mean, he had to pull his groin, rip that thing right out. Mm, it's the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert, and that's fitting because the Cardinals are playing the Cowboys. They're playing on Monday night. It's fitting because, you know, that's the way Dennis Gardak plays. He was our special guest. <laughs> and you got a Cardinals team going back to Texas. Before we get into all that, uh, let's hear from Patrick Peterson and just his thoughts earlier today, and he was asked about the big stage of Monday night. Our first time on the national stage. It's going to be a great outing for us to go out there and and, and to make sure that we perform at our best to, to put the world on notice that we are a team uh, that, 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 that is here for real, you know, that, that we have a, a great team, uh, a great coaching staff, and, and, and we finally start to put it together, and I believe um, this can start helping us turn that corner as a team. 
Once again, I don't think energy or intensity is going to be an issue on Monday night, right, Wolf? I mean, even to this day, Monday night is, in the words of Cliff Kingsbury, super extra for a locker room. No, you're right, Paulie, about that. I think the energy definitely is going to be there. It's not that 10 a.m. body clock start either. You don't have that going on. And I just really like the fact the Arizona Cardinals, they came out with a ton of energy against the New York Jets. Well, that's exactly what I think they're going to have to bring as well. This is something, Paulie, especially without the fans, this is something I know you've been talking about, but it's so true. You've got to create your own energy. Right, is it you always say, Polly? Bring B-Y-O-E. your B-Y-O-E. Bring your own energy. Bring your own energy. And Polly, honestly, right now, this is what you've got to do. You've got to bring that intensity to the field. And it's the reason why I asked Dennis Gardeck. I asked him, do you guys talk about this? Do you talk about it? Hey, listen, we've got to get ready to go, and we've got to be ready to go from the first snap. Get yourself ready to go. Paul, I, I remember distinctly challenging guys, guys in the locker room challenging each other and saying some pretty nasty things to each other as well to get you ready for snap one. You can't tell me that Cliff and Kyler aren't already ready to go when they're going back home as guys who grew up on Friday Night Lights, and now they're on Monday night for the first time. Cliff and Kyler, uh, Wolf, they got to have something super extra waiting for the Dallas Cowboys in this one. And, Polly, honestly, right now, I think we're in store for something special on Monday night with Kyler Murray and this offense and Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, a guy that is from Fort Worth. Yep. Are you kidding me? Well, Kyler's already won three state titles. He's 6-0 and in that building between high school and college. For Jim Hunter on Cody Fincher, Ron Wolfley on Paul Calvisi. Special thanks to Dennis Gardak. This has been the Big Red Rage. Number one, Kyler Murray! You've been listening to the Big Red Rage, presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Are you Santan Ford? State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. And by Arizona Cardinals Podcasts. Visit azcardinals.com slash podcasts. This has been an exclusive presentation of the Arizona Cardinals Football Club.